back to Real Talk with me, Blythe Terry. I've never done this before. And Grace Manine, say hi. Hey. That's Grace. And Victoria Sponar, say hi. Hi. Um, today we're talking about um, the toxic academic environment at Stars Mill and how we just think it's kind of it's kind of a bummer, you know? Like, <laughs> um, and what we mean by toxic academic environment, I guess, is the idea that people are constantly wanting to know who's doing better in classes, constantly wanting just, to be taking the most APs. Just and being, like, overly competitive in yeah. general. And, like, sort of attaching their value to that as a person. Yeah. Kind of a pet peeve of mine. Like, sometimes I just hear kids in the hall, and they're just talking about how stupid someone else is just because they're taking, mm-hmm. like, two APs. Yeah, and I hate how people feel like, I feel like they don't realize that what they're saying is, like, not only offensive, but, like, just inherently, like, not okay to say. Because I just hear people, like, literally just casually say things like, oh, like, that person's taking a stupid class. Like, they're, they're stupid. Or, like, oh, that person's, like, not taking any smart classes. So, like, I know I don't have competition there. And, like... I don't know why they feel so entitled to, like, say things like that to other people. Like, I don't know. I feel like you, like, when they do that, you can tell that they're searching for validation or they're trying to make it known to other people that they're superior in a way, which is not true at all. Yeah. It's actually, like, kind of volatile, in my opinion. Like, this entire thing. Because basically, like you said, and kind of like I was saying earlier, like, some people actually belt, like, just base everyone, like, their perception of other people's self-worth based on, like, how well they're doing in school. So, like, oh, if you're not taking smart classes and you're failing a few, just because you might not be gifted academically, that doesn't mean you're a bad, worthless person. But some people actually perceive those people that way. And it's really problematic because that is completely false. And high school, in a lot of ways, just doesn't really determine anything about future life. Yeah, and I feel like um, there's this expectation that you're like you need to do well in high school for like the rest of your life to matter. And I think there's especially a lot of anxiety surrounding college admissions, like especially as college admissions gets more competitive which I completely understand and I get how stressful it can be because I mean I guess that on average like I think I think that there's a this idea that if you go to like UGA that you're automatically going to be better off than someone who like goes to Kennesaw which just like I mean could be true I mean like statistically but at the same time it's like a lot more complicated than that and like there have actually been studies that have shown that for example, like people who get into Harvard, while people who are at the top of their class and super involved in those types of schools and like make connections and are like provocative, which are skills that are in, which are mostly like independent from your academic abilities in high school, um, like they might do well if they're like being a star, but just average students at Ivy League schools aren't necessarily going to like completely outpace students who go to state schools or smaller state schools and that kind of thing so I just feel like people are stressing a lot over things that you can't really control yeah and a lot of like getting into an ivy league school in my opinion is just privilege because first of all like even if you get in like who's gonna fit the foot the bill because it's like ridiculously expensive how are you gonna foot the bill and like They don't accept AP classes for the most part. Like, it's either a five or just, like, oh, it's nice to see that you got a five. But you're going to have to retake this course in a 
fancy college anyway, and we're going to charge you for it. So, yeah, it's just like paying a lot of money and just being really privileged to have that form of certification. That's not to discredit people who actually like go to Ivy's, but and especially like because there are kids that are like there's like Questbridge College match and like a lot of students who not a lot of students, but some students who get admitted just based off of like their abilities but I do agree that like a ridiculous amount of the proportion of the admitted students is of people with legacy and like that's kind of like the bigger like a lot of people are huge critics of affirmative action but honestly like there's an affirmative action of our own and it's just when it's just admitting like kids who have legacy and whose like parents are rich and have connections so whatever but yeah but I feel like in terms of like that how that applies to Stars Mill it's mostly like everyone's getting worked up over like one moment and one decision of like for example a lot of people are really worried about like tech decisions which come out this weekend and it's sort of in a lot of these colleges I don't think they they realize that universities like UGA and tech really are more holistic than they think and I think that boiling it all down to how you do in school and how your class rank is and what APs you took and like while it's all important pieces I feel like if people would just focus on their themselves more and less comparing yeah. themselves to others, they're and gonna not make do it better. Like, and not think that like them not getting accepted into the school is like means like the end of everything. Like just because they can't like they don't have like this set path. Like the way this their set path in their mind works, like just because it doesn't go that way, they think that it's gonna like mean that they're never gonna be successful or they're never gonna be able to like achieve like the things that they thought they could achieve if they had like actually been able to go down that path they wanted. I feel like if they, like, I don't know how to explain it exactly, but it's just, it's stressful to know that so many people, like, really think that, like, just going down one path in life is the only way to do something, and I feel like people need to realize that there's many ways to go about somewhere, and, like, just because you don't get into one, like, school, or, like, you don't, you don't get a five on this AP exam, or even if you pass that AP exam, like, it's not the end of the world, and it also doesn't mean that you're not intelligent, or you're not smart, or someone that has passed that class, or, like, has gotten accepted to that school is somehow better than you. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly, and I feel a lot of this has to do with, like, our definition of success, because I feel like a lot of kids in high school are just kind of stuck on the idea that success is basically, like, making a lot of money. So if you That's do true. well in high school and you do well in college, then you get a nice desk job where you make a lot of money and you will probably have a nice fancy retirement and that's just the epitome of a good holistic life. But there's a lot more to life than that and there's so many different ways to live your life that doesn't involve getting like a really prestigious degree and just sitting behind a desk job. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. And I honestly feel like a lot of, I don't know, and I think a lot of these kids who were super like, academically inclined and really have, like, been competitive to be at the top of their class. I think that as someone who, like, is at that position in my class or whatever. Yes, salutatorian blight. I just, I just yes. don't think that, I think that a lot of the kids who were up there are very, like, provocative and are going to be able to, like, work towards, like, being good at interviews and that kind of thing and being good with making connections, which is, like, what more ac- actually matters than, like, your academic record. I mean, your academic record obviously matters, but, like, it's two important pieces. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like people need to realize that 
at a certain point, I think a lot of people also get into the thing of where they never want to stop going to school because it's like all they know. I feel like a lot of people are going to kind of get stuck in that. And I feel like a lot of the mindset and the competitiveness at Stars Mill is sort of like going towards things that aren't actually going to matter that much in the long run. And so I feel like it's just kind of silly. And especially, I feel like if people were more open and considerate with each other about not doing absolutely amazing in like all these academically rigorous classes everyone would be more successful just because I don't know I feel like when you have an environment that you feel like is supportive you're not going to be stressing and especially like something that I've heard a lot of from a lot of kids who are in especially like AP history classes like a lot of like sophomores and juniors and they talk about staying up to like super late at night and that's just so concerning to me like I don't know I don't know I just never that was something that I did but it was it's crazy it's almost like they they feel like they they only feel like they've accomplished something or like they're doing it well if they stay up late or if they're constantly like focused on that and stressing over it like they I feel like they feel like they have to be like in a constant like worried and like anxious state in order to feel like they're gonna be successful yeah which is like not okay yeah i agree because as someone who actually took like ap world history last year like i feel like some people were talking about like how little sleep they got last night like as if it was a badge of honor like oh that study guide did you guys do it oh if you did it i spent three hours on it And it's just, like, the longer you spend and the more time you devote to this one school assignment that really was not designed to take that long, and the more stress you put into it, it's, like, you, the more respect you expect to earn from it. Like, I don't really understand the The more validation you feel like you get from people, because, like, you tell people, obviously, not obviously, but a lot of people (laughs) do that because they want people to be, like, oh, my God, like, wow, like, You spent five hours. Yeah, that's so incredible, like not worshiping you but it's almost like people are like admiring you and like it's like they need that in order to feel successful and I think that like a lot of people like who are academically successful in high school I feel like you kind of have an obligation to be like transparent and I know that there are a lot of people like who do work who do have a lot going on and still manage to like have amazing grades which is like one thing and like I definitely had a lot of different extracurriculars but there were a lot of factors that were just me being like lucky that contributed to me like doing well in school and it was that like I had parents who like prioritized education but weren't like toxic about it and weren't like if I ever did bad on something I was just like I sort of felt like they would be more mad at me than they were and it was never really that kind of household where it was like oh if you get like a b or whatever like that's so bad but like pressured household yeah but at the same time it was also something that was like valued and I also didn't do like a varsity sport like I feel like kids especially when they're looking to their college applications they are expecting themselves to do literally everything and like the reality is that like if you do an activity where you're like literally spending like hours and hours after school like it's just not feasible that you're going to be able to make you know like 95 or above on all your tests like it's Mm -hmm. and I don't think that people should expect that of themselves because they're valuing multiple things and it's okay to value multiple things like I don't know I think that it's good to like spread yourself and have purpose outside of school like find hobbies that you enjoy 
that aren't just, oh, I'm doing this for my college applications. Because I felt like... That's true. I definitely... Especially, like, people that take AP classes that they, like, hate or, like, they, like, and then they complain about it constantly. And then they, like, complain about the work or the fact that they have to, like, I'm in AP Lang and sometimes people in that classroom, like, complain about how much they, like, hate it or, like, how much they, like, oh, like, oh, we have to read this. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's an AP Lang class. Like, Like, we do have to read this. And, like, like, even if they, I don't know, like, they say that because they're better off in math or, like, in another section, like then take AP classes assigned for that. Like, don't just take a class because you're like, oh, colleges will, like, want it like that, and I have to do that. Like, don't feel obligated to put yourself in, like, a class that's just going to stress you out and make you feel, like, bad about it, like, the entire year just because you feel like you have to. Like, do things because you want to. Like, if you're interested in a subject, do it because of that. And obviously, if there's, like, you have a, like, like, a strength in a certain, like, branch of, like, a subject, then do that, but... At the same time, don't pressure yourself into, like, trying to, like, like force it. Don't force yourself into liking a subject that you know you won't like because it'll just keep stressing you out. Yeah, yeah. like, that's really valuable advice because um, I wish, like, someone told me that last year. And I guess I vaguely knew it, but, like, I didn't follow my own advice because, like, what happened was I'm taking U.S. history this year. Like, the thing is, I love Miss King. She's really excellent. And I'm not doing poorly in that class, I guess. But I have literally no interest in U.S. history, and I just find myself, like, procrastinating to homework all the time and just, like, not feeling enthusiastic about U.S. history because, I don't know, I just lack interest in U.S. history. I feel like I felt pressure to take that class because all my friends were taking it, it seemed. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, if you took AP World, then obviously you should take AP U.S. history. But I was a lot more interested in AP World than I am in U.S. history. And now it's just, like... It just feels like a chore, the entire AP U.S. history thing. Like, that's not to hamper on, like, Miss King or Dr. Sanford, which I don't have, but I heard is great. But, like, if you don't have interest in a subject, then don't take the AP for it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot of kids take classes that I don't really think, not that they shouldn't be in. Like, obviously, it's always up to you, but... I get that, you know, if you want to get into UGA, there are rigor requirements. But honestly, like, when I was looking at, like, I have had probably a pretty average AP, like, level of APs for someone who's really, like, gung-ho on being good in school, I guess. And, like, the amount of rigor, like, requirements that I have is, like, ridiculous. You're completely fine. You don't need to excessively... And I feel like a lot of times, like, the counselors when we were in freshman year were like oh plan out your four years and you know kind of know what you want to do and know the amount of APs you want to have when you graduate and don't be and I think I would definitely recommend that I definitely recommend having a plan and not getting like if you never plan to take AP Physics C then just don't I mean unless you suddenly have a really huge interest in that then it's not really super necessary because I feel like you're going to do things in the moment that are based off what your friends are doing that's not going to really be the best for you in the long run. But Yes, I second that completely. It's only with first-hand experience. Yes. But going back to the, the thing we were first talking about, like, if you are listening to this and you realize that you yourself are one of those people that, like, values other people based off of, like, the amount of classes, the amount of, like, advanced classes that they take or the amount of, like, or the, what grades they get on their test scores and everything, like, please learn to not do that because someone's, like, 
intelligence does not like their academic intelligence does not equate to them not being like emotionally or mentally like intelligent like it yeah bottom line is that you shouldn't have to like judge someone off of like something as like like surface level as like test scores and then ap classes yeah i feel like i mean i guess if you're one of those people that actually do that i kind of I hope you don't value yourself that way because I notice that a lot of how people value others is kind of based off how they value themselves. Mm-hmm. And if you're just like killing yourself with academic rigor because and valuing other people based on how much they're killing themselves off academic rigor, then um please don't do that. Yes. Because <laughs> it's, it's not, not gonna be good for yourself or how you perceive people or anything really in the long run. Yeah. And it's crazy because I feel like I'm way more relaxed now because, like, second semester, senior year, it's really great. But it's crazy how much more, like, I feel, so, like, so much more freedom to kind of do what I want and, like, do stuff with friends that I didn't do all the time during school because I was so, I wasn't so stressed or I didn't feel stressed at the time, but now I realize how on. different it is. And, like, like I had a sleepover on a school night last night. Like, <gasps> crazy stuff. Like, it's <laughs> wild. And obviously... A lot of times parents aren't okay with that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, like, I think that any kind of thing that you can do to just say, this is for me, this is for myself, yeah. and just to feel more comfortable and not as stressed because in reality it just doesn't amount to that much, you know. Yes. Yeah. Just don't be mean. Being yeah. mean is sad. It makes me mean. sad. And to anyone or to yourself. Like, value time to yourself. Like, always remember to at least, like, at some point during the week like especially even if you've been like stressing over homework like and all these tests you have to study for like just make sure you find time for yourself and you find time to like calm down and do maybe like one thing that you like or just like to be able to rewind and like look back at everything and like remember that it's not gonna be the end of the world if you don't like if you don't get a five on this AP exam or if you don't like get into this class or into this college like it'll be okay that'd be good yes life sorts itself out it really does it's really just like very swell i love life it's great yes Yes. (laughs) i mean yeah and honestly i seriously like pity kids so much that have to do stuff after school every day i mean it's just so great to just like go home and like sleep that's what i do (laughs) you know you know get some get some snacks (laughs) yes get around your your laptop or or your chromebook or whatever device or your ipad or your your letter writing desk or whatever you have and just you know chill do some good old-fashioned chilling yes chilling's good always remember to do that please for the sake of your health So, so like going back to the original topic like the toxicity the academic toxicity at stars mill like I feel like it really doesn't have to be this toxic and toxic and a lot of the main causes of academic toxicity at Stars Mill really comes from like how people perceive each other and how they perceive themselves based on some numbers that they got on a report card. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's sort of weird. And I think that there's also kind of like the social aspect to it too. And I think that especially last year's graduating class and not so much mine but it was sort of like 
there was very much like a squad of smart kids who were also like I don't know popular is like a bad word but they were like you know a big friend group and I think a lot of like and I think that that happens with any grade and it's sort of like social status kind of becomes entwined for certain people with your like academic record or that kind of thing and it's definitely like I definitely think that there are kids that I just haven't interacted with who like to take mostly college prep courses because like and like there's so there's like a definitely a definitive group of kids who are in AP courses and sometimes there's some intermingling there but it's super crazy and I just and a lot of that I think that they I guess AP programs are definitely good and they're challenging and I wouldn't want to be at a high school where I didn't have those opportunities but at the same time it's sort of weird the way people are siphoned off into groups yeah I I completely agree with that like I realized really recently like how much of the people like how much of my friend group really stems from like the classes that I'm taking because I've kind of realized that like most of my friends also happen to be in the gifted program in in elementary school and in the enrichment program in I mean yeah the gifted program and the AP program just because I interact with them more so it's just like there are like some kids that I've just never even heard about in my grade. I'm like, who's that? Because I've never had a class with them. So that's also kind of wild, like you were saying, Blythe. Yeah, it's super weird. And I don't know, it's sort of a, it's kind of a weird thing. It's kind of unique to high school, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. And it's sort of, and it's also kind of, I don't know, I feel like people don't really take into account what other people's situation might be. And they're just like, yeah. Oh, well, if we go to the same school, then we, we must be the same. So we should be taking the same AP classes, and we should be, you know, challenging ourselves to the same degree, and we should be applying to the same schools and that kind of thing. And if someone sort of negates that and goes in a way that people don't expect, don't, super like, don't bash them. them for that. Yeah. Like, like, don't invalidate them for that, and don't think that they're like inferior to you if they do that because it's not fair to them and it's also like it makes you come off as not a bad person but it just it makes you come off as someone that like can't really see that there's more than one as like what I said before like there's more than one way to get like to become successful and there's more than one pathway to life so so that's like know that please we like (laughs) talked about that for like 23 minutes this is valid it is valid. This is the yes. real talk, gals. The new squad. <laughs> yes. Where the hostesses now. We run this. Yes. Signing off. Also, wait. Wait. Alex okay. Trebek got um, stage four cancer, and we're really sad about it. And yeah. please go watch Jeopardy in his honor. He's not dead yet, so we're not saying that. Yeah. But we're gonna hope that he can fight push through, this. fight yes. it, because cancer sucks, and we all do love Jeopardy and what is brought to our life so just yes. a little moment for and that and we love supporting but. people who experience pain yes yes and we should be fighting for the cure yes and we should be investigating making sure the pharma companies are doing what they ought to be doing <laughs> and using that research money for what they're supposed to be using it for true and working hard yes. so so signing off grace Manid. And Blythe, Terry. And Victoria Sponar. So that's us. Thank you.